0: good morning thanks for joining me this morning and if you're joining us for the first time i'm danny redmond uh, the pastor at stewart presbyterian church and we're just really delighted that you've joined for this devotion time if you want to learn more about us uh, you can check us out on our website stewartpresbyterian.org but i'd urge you if you're looking for a church uh, to come join us some Sunday morning. I think we have a, a great church, not because of me, uh, the pastor, but I just think you would enjoy the people here. Uh, I think you would enjoy joining with us as we as we attempt to give God our praise and, and to give Him glory and to serve Him. So if you're looking for a church, come join us some Sunday morning. We gather for Sunday school in small groups uh, at 10 a.m. and then worship at 11 Well, turn with me uh, to Psalm 92. It's a great song. Uh, We're just going to look at the first four verses this morning, but I would urge you later on to read uh, the entire song. Psalm 92, verses one to four. A song, a song for the Sabbath. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night to the music of the lute and the harp, and to the melody of the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. At the work of your hands, I sing for joy. Well, Psalm 92 is titled, A Song for the Sabbath. And there's not time this morning for an extended history lesson regarding the differences between the Jewish Sabbath uh, and the Christian Lord's Day or Sunday. But suffice it to say that early on the Christian church began to meet for worship on Sunday or what we call the Lord's day. Sunday was chosen for it was the day of Christ's resurrection. Therefore each Sunday is a day to remember and to celebrate Christ's resurrection and to look forward with hope and anticipation to our resurrection. Of course, some, like our Seventh-day Adventist brothers and sisters, worship on Saturday as a continuation of the Jewish Sabbath. I respect their decision. But most of Christendom worships on Sunday. So for us, the question as we read Psalm 92 is, how does it apply to the Lord's Day? As James Boyce points out in his commentary, American Christians continue to have an ongoing debate about what is the correct way to worship and to observe Sunday. Some take a Puritan approach and see Sunday as an extension of the Jewish Sabbath. Therefore, they call for an end to all work except for that which is absolutely necessary, like the work of medical and emergency personnel. Others take what is sometimes called a continental, Approach. And those who take this approach, of course, regard Sunday as a day for Christian worship, but they do not forbid other activities in the afternoon uh, after worship as long as they're positive. Perhaps, like some of you, I, I find myself somewhere in between these two approaches. I struggle with this age in which it seems too many events and activities are scheduled for Sunday. And you will not find me uh, mowing my lawn on Sunday afternoon. But at the same time, wholesome family activities after worship on Sunday seem quite appropriate. Well, I'll not solve this debate today, nor is it my aim. But one thing is certain, for most Christians, Sunday is a day set aside to worship God. And Psalm 92 provides insight regarding that worship. I think Psalm 92 urges us to ask, how do we approach Sunday? Is Sunday worship just something we do? If our children or teenagers happen to be listening, is it just something your parents make you do? Or even adults, is it something your parents or maybe your spouse has guilted you into doing? Is Sunday worship merely a duty or a precious time given by God in which you have the privilege of worshiping him and learning from his word. Again, commentator Boyce in his catchy way asks, is Sunday a treat or a trial, a delight or a duty? It's clear from Psalm 92 that worship is intended to be delightful. Look again at verse 1. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High. Worship is good because God declares it good. But is worship good for you? Does worship make you glad and bring you joy? Is the thought of praising God delightful to you? The Westminster Confession or Shorter Catechism famously asks, What is the chief end of man? And the answer is mankind's chief end is to glorify god and to enjoy him forever when you think of worshiping god does it bring you delight and joy i hope so psalm 92 not only urges us to be glad and delightful in our worship but it also gives us two overarching reasons to worship god verse 2 to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. You know, obviously there are many things we could praise God for, but all of those come down to the truth that God loves us and God is faithful to us. It's God's steadfast love that reaches out to redeem us from our sin. It's God's faithfulness that sustains us each and every day and keeps us in the love relationship with him and notice the psalmist says we're to praise god morning and night he's bracketing our day with the praise of god which means not only are we called to worship god when we rise and when we go to bed but we're called to praise god throughout our day and every day and for the christian sunday in particular should be a day filled with joyful praise of god the psalmist goes on in verse three to speak of the use of stringed instruments and singing with joy psalm 92 is a call to come to worship with excitement and exuberance whether we sing like members of the praise team or can hardly carry a tune in a bucket we should sing and worship with great joy is it your joy to worship the lord is worship a treat or a trial, a delight or a duty. Well, let's worship the Lord now as we pray together. Lord, we delight in worshiping you. It is good to give you thanks. The work of your hands in saving our lives should be reason enough to sing for joy unto you. But all your works are worthy of praise your steadfast love and faithfulness are revealed in all you do so lord fill our worship with joy whether we're here in a beautiful sanctuary like this or we've sat down on a stump in your wonderful creation let us worship with gladness and joy oh lord fill our hearts with joy Fill our hearts with gladness. May we give wholehearted worship unto you. And when we gather together each Lord's day, may it be with excitement, exuberance, and anticipation. May our primary goal be to give thanks to you, O Lord, and sing praises to your name. We offer this prayer and our worship in the name of Jesus. Amen will worship the Lord with gladness and with joy. May you have a wonderful and worshipful week. God bless you all. Goodbye.